0: Hi Jay. Hey Tyler. How are you? I am well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry New Year. We made it. Yeah 2020. So you may have noticed uh folk that 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 the episode came out before New Year's Eve. Here's what I did with my New Year's Tyler just to confess yeah. it up front. Yeah. It was the worst possible outcome. I went to bed at like 10 o'clock. Oh my goodness. Because I'm tired. Yeah. And old. And yeah. Yeah. Just not not into it. But then because I'm old. Yeah, I woke up at two in the morning and <laughs> could not go back to sleep. So I said to Sarah, "I was like, I have all the tired of having stayed up and partied yeah, yeah. and none of the fun." So
1: what do you do when you can't go to sleep? What is what is Mister J Fryer not getting to sleep look like?
0: There, are, there are a variety of levels. Okay, uh, one, the first quick hit, wake up is throw something music or, or a story or something on my headphones. Yeah, real quick. Just do you have the? Do you usually sleep with headphones on? Not with them on, but, like, okay. right next on the, on the bed stand. So they're right? there. Yeah, they're ready present. To go. Like, Usually, some
1: people have a glass of water beside the bed. You have headphones. That's right. Are they that's over right. the ear? Are they beer, no, earbuds? buds? go buds. Do they hurt your ears when you sleep no. in them
0: too much? No, okay. I've just gotten used to it. Okay. Uh, which you'll discover when we go to San Francisco. To yeah, time. yeah, yeah.
1: I also, I sleep with headphones in every single night. Yeah, it's a requirement. Yeah. Also, I do want to pause for a moment for yeah. all the people who are shaking their heads at us and saying you're not it's not good for your ears to sleep with yeah yeah whatever, whatever. yeah we know yeah We're, i can't hear you anyway <laughs> what <laughs> okay so that's uh, uh item one is music on headphones Yep. or st- phase one yep okay
0: or oh, then phase two is milk uh, in the headphones yes okay. Just pour them straight into the headphones <laughs> uh, is, do you warm milk no, I don't okay. do the warm milk. They I do can't. that
1: in movies all the time from, like, the 60s, and I, it feels like the grossest thing you could do. It's yeah. like drinking a glass of butter.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's what you want. Uh, uh, but the cold milk usually will, okay. again, be comforting enough to, like... But if that doesn't work, it's just yeah. give up. And and Go sit on the couch and watch TV Oh, yourself. nice. Does yeah. that ever work,
1: or you're just up then for the rest no, of the if, night?
0: No, if the cold milk doesn't do it... Then you're just awake I'm just for up. the day. Yeah.
1: That's it. Oh, my. Yeah. My uh i don't know what I, I mean i think i probably just put headphones on but usually what keeps me up is not going to sleep like looking at my phone
0: yeah that's
1: a big thing. which is toxic okay wait here's one question i had a couple questions so here's one question since we work that way yeah what app on your phone is the biggest time suck oh man and it, so it, it i mean it could be both the one that you wish you weren't using but what is the one that you know if soon as i open this i have lost 45 minutes like, minimum 45 minutes. And so you go in, choose it. Because there's some apps that catch you off guard. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I didn't mean to be on Twitter this long. But there are other ones that you know going into it.
0: I'm here for It's like, while. if I go into a Chinese
1: okay. buffet, I'm not yeah. coming out feeling good about the amount that I ate.
0: <laughs> no, Twitter is the the accidental time suck for yep. me. Like yep. I, if I open Twitter, it's going to be...
1: Yeah, somehow we still think that Twitter's not going to be a time, time, really time. suck. Like, oh, just is. I'll
0: check it really yeah. quick. Uh, but, and I know I'm going to sound like a, a young lady planning her wedding, but Pinterest for me oh my. has been... I still don't even know how that works. I don't even, I don't really <laughs> either. Like I just pin stuff and Sarah's like, what are you doing? And it, it's essentially like Google that I can save. Yeah.
1: I still, I, right when it started, I got on Pinterest and pinned a bunch of stuff. I don't know what that means. Every once in a while, I remember that I have a Pinterest page and I'll go back to it and all this stuff that I pinned is still there and I don't know what that means still. Yeah. And people are like, have you checked Pinterest? Like, you should look on Pinterest for this stuff. And every time I search Pinterest for things that I want to see, I don't know how to find it. Like, I just don't—I don't know how it works. I, I really feel like an old fart I, I with Pinterest and Snapchat. Well, Those you know, are the two things uh, that make I me feel. I just don't have Snapchat.
0: <laughs> I don't know how Pinterest works or how it's. I'm sure I'm using it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I use it, a to find uh clothing styles that I appreciate. Okay.
1: B. Cool Does for- it then link to? stuff you can do that i've okay. not yet bought I've anything from there i've only seen like there. pictures of things like well that's great i
0: see this picture of a thing i like but i don't know then how to get it well that is as a semi-visual learner like i want to see somebody put yeah this outfit you know whatever together yeah uh b is just photography okay so i'll enter in like urban photography or nature photography or oh, okay so get, you like, can
1: search and get stuff man oh, yeah. i feel like a grandpa with these questions yeah, right? <laughs> Wait, you could type in a word and hang, then it brings stuff up to you? Hang on, let me go get your oval team. What and, if I uh, wanted to look at dogs? Oh yeah, do, do I that. type in dogs and dogs will appear on my computer screen?
0: Absolutely. Oh, my. And then uh, the Enneagram. There's a lot of stuff hey, about the Enneagram yeah, on yeah. Pinterest. So I nice. do a lot of farting around with that. Yes. But because, so like the algorithm, if you search for one thing, it will start populating like you probably like, yep. blah, 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 blah. So Pinterest is a healthy those predictive
1: uh i i have very mixed feelings not incredibly mixed in that i don't think it's great but i do uh the the the, i i'm not yet scared by it the the sense that i clicked on i did a google search for uh like winter gloves and then suddenly every app that i'm on has ads for winter gloves
0: That bothers me less than when, if you and I were sitting here...
1: And someone says winter gloves, and and then all of a sudden that's
0: And then all of a sudden I get asked for winter gloves. Yeah, I am
1: both... So here's the mixed bag, is that I think that that's inappropriate, and I think it's wrong, but I'm also amazed by it. Yeah, right. Like, I think it's delightful that our technology could do that, but I'm also scared a little bit. I'm not that paranoid about it, because I don't really care. I don't have... I don't want my identity to be stolen, in that I don't want someone to, like, charge a bunch of money to me. Right, right. I don't have secrets that I'm hiding from well, anyway.
0: I don't think it's the secrecy or the privacy thing. I think it's the consumerism because I think it was just yesterday. I was on uh, New York Times or yeah. something like that. And they showed an ad for a guitar. Oh. And I sat there looking at the banner ad. And I was like, ah, got me again. Yeah. And I clicked just to start browsing. But like, as soon as you the,
1: click, you that's that's the next week of ads yep, for you.
0: Yeah. But they did. They got me. Yeah. I had to look at that guitar. You
1: should just do private browsing all the time. Then we'll never know. Yeah. Actually, I'm sure they still will.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. they know.
1: I don't know. It always is delightful. They like know. it, it, you, it took me longer to figure out that it was happening. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would click on something really weird, like retro video game system, and then all the ads kept popping up, as I was like, man, this is coming everywhere. Like it yeah. really was working the way that they want you to do it, where it's subtle, and you just keep thinking, I don't know why I keep thinking about these retro gaming systems. Mm-hmm. I should probably buy one yeah they got us all right the matrix uh, has us. so d- twitter's your time suck pinterest is your time suck
0: pinterest is my intentional time suck okay that, that i sit down and i know like I'm you know i'm
1: stuff. gonna time travel yeah that's how i feel like it is where all of a sudden it's it's like an hour later yeah. I'm like i don't know what i, I didn't do anything okay. constructive but Have, suddenly yeah. i'm here
0: did i accomplish anything yeah in the last yeah no
1: for me it's TikTok.
0: Oh, see, that's now it's my turn to be the old man.
1: Yeah, TikTok. So, did you have Vine? Do you remember Vine? I remember Vine. Vine was wonderful. Yeah, that was super funny. TikTok is Vine, Mm -hmm. with mixed with I think it's music, musically, musically, whatever. I've never seen it written out loud, but there used to be an app that people would like lip sync to, and that actually changed its name from what I hear to TikTok. Yeah, so it became TikTok, and it used to just be lip syncing stuff. And TikTok is now still lip syncing stuff, but also just like making videos. Yeah. And a lot of them are short-ish video. I think they have to be under a minute in general. They can be longer, but the the typical thing is a minute. Yeah. And they loop. And so that is close to what Vines used to be, where Vines were six seconds, which is right. very different, but it was, Vines were so fun. And Vine, man, I don't know how I would use up an hour watching six second videos, but you just do. <laughs> yeah. So even with TikTok, you think, oh, this is just a short little thing. It's like Twitter, That's but for your eyes. You. Yep. And I have put TikTok on my phone and taken it off probably a dozen times. And every time I take it off, taking was like, it off this, like I'm of is like, I have to stop yeah. being on TikTok because <laughs> there's nothing good about it. Uh, I mean, there's so much good about it, but there's nothing uh, constructive with it. right? And then I'll get to a point where it's like, you know what? It's vacation. I'm going to put TikTok back on. And then i will go on tiktok like right before bed yeah and suddenly it's an hour later
0: that's i uh, one of my goals for the new year and i didn't do it well i think i talked about it on the podcast that i want to stop using my phone right before yeah. and right after yep um still yeah i
1: it. i even do set the like screen time limits yeah uh where it'll like at 11 o'clock everything goes dark but then it still gives you the chance to to say 15 more minutes and so i'll just say yeah 15 more minutes i, I do like uh i mean tiktok is it's delightful. Yeah, And I think the thing that I like about it the most is how creative people can be with a short amount of time. And people who can do a really funny video in that amount of time is really funny. That's what I loved about Vine is people who could be funny in six seconds. That's a specific kind of talent that when it went away, I I felt bad for those people (laughs) because you can't be a stand-up comedian... With a six-second video that took you an hour to make.
0: That's, I think, I mentioned on the podcast. I have a friend, Rob Johnson, who's... uh, Who Who was was Vine famous. Vine famous. Yeah. And then it went away, and he was like, "Uh uh-oh. Now I'm a regular person again. He's doing well on Instagram, which was kind of the sort of
1: replacement. He's probably on
0: TikTok. But he might very well be on TikTok. I've seen
1: several people that I used to be excited about on Vine that are now on On TikTok. TikTok. It's... But it's also... it's so much fun and then people do dances and stuff and I like it when people can dance really well like that. It's just neat Like, and they'll copy dances so like there will be um, people who like someone will choreograph a dance and then you tag it and then people will copy yeah. that same dance in it, which is neat. Um, it's definitely for
0: high school kids. <laughs> I was going to say uh-huh. it's all over my youth. Career.
1: And there are so many people like every like 20 videos you'll see someone who's like I'm in my 30s and I'm on Vine and they'll make a Vine about how They're not supposed to be there, but they can't get away from it. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I'm also used to be in my (laughs) thirties. I'm (laughs) online. Uh but it's just it's what I loved about the internet the best. But the hard thing is that Vine Famous thing is that there are people who you can tell they hit with something. And then they get this. It's like when you tweet something mm-hmm. and it gets like a hundred likes for no reason, and yep. they're like, and you're "This is to... now my my like venue." Yeah, and no, it's not. No. It's just a bunch of people at the like. In for one second, we're like, "Huh?" And then they click the well, like on it.
0: And that's that's part of the insidiousness of, it's insidiousness of it. But I would turn to Vine or, or uh, TikTok or Pinterest for their fun. Yeah, what bothers me about Twitter is just how vitriolic it is.
1: Yeah, there's some there's there's a good amount of fun on Twitter, but it is vastly overwhelmed by the uh, anger. Yeah. Anger
0: and hate. It's only going to get better as we get closer to November 2020. Oh, yeah, sure. I think it's
1: pretty much done. Yeah, I think yeah, we're, once we got the new year. We're out of the woods now, right? That's it. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh boy. This is a fresh thought. Uh, so maybe we could live track this through yeah, podcast yeah. episodes in the future. Uh, one of my new year's things this is re- sort of related yeah. is to be more analog oh I like that Um, so like I had been using I think we even talked about on the podcast maybe not the app things yeah Um, it's this productivity app that like makes your to-do list for you and you can schedule to-dos so you don't forget stuff later on and And it syncs with your computer and your phone so like I always have my list with me and this year I started in January fresh with a new bullet journal nice and again super early days I've only been to work three days yeah in the new year I feel wildly more productive. Oh, nice! Using the bullet journal yeah. than I did. It seems so counterintuitive that you'd yeah. be like, less technology makes you more productive. But yeah. like, I don't know. Something about the last couple of days. I today I had planned like a whole morning before I drove up here. Yeah, and I was done with an hour and a half to spare. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. I think
1: part of that is that you can you don't need to turn your phone on right. or your or your computer on to figure out what you're supposed to do. Right. The what? downside, which because I used to do that. Is the day you forget it.
0: Yeah. The bullet journal. Yeah. And then no. you're off. It's like,
1: just, yeah. I always want to do bullet journaling, but it's a, it's a, that's a chore. Yeah. You got to keep investment. it up. It's like a garden. You have to like maintain it and cultivate it. Yeah. Because uh, I tried, I constantly have a notebook. So I am, I bridge the analog as like with my sermon notes. I never type any of those up. But it's always written down. Yeah. Um, but the times that I've tried to turn that into an organized, like, Thing that works for me rather than just a place where I can put thoughts um, that have no structure to them yeah it's uh, not very successful
0: and again this is super early like I haven't really gotten back into the swing of work yeah full spe- full steam ahead
1: okay so my question to you Mr. J Fryer yes sir. what is the most beautiful place you
0: have ever been Ooh.
1: or what is a location that comes to mind that you've been in and you experienced the most beauty
0: i mean it's a, it's an answer i run to a lot so it must be true um sarah and i went once to niagara falls yep and there's this little patch of concrete Ooh. that is right next to the fall. like it is sidewalk <laughs> all too flimsy guardrail yeah was waterfall. there a little
1: kid on the outside of it that was like dangling no not superman like superman too
0: yeah no <laughs> uh but it's that railing, yeah. Like that's that's the one, yeah. Um, and they have done no security improvements to it whatsoever yeah. since 1970. Whatever yeah, the falls are enough. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Because I, Sarah and I were there, and I'm standing there, and the ground was shaking under oh, my yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah. Because like so much water is rolling past, mm-hmm. and like so, I don't think Sarah got it. I don't think she understood why I was like this, but she was like, "You ready to go?" I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I need a couple more minutes to just kind of see this oh, I love uh, it. and behold it and." experience it so I haven't I haven't been back since that was like a good 10 years ago oh man was nine, that honeymoon 9-10 years ago it wasn't direct honeymoon it was yeah. a little after and you
1: Uh sir?
0: probably I mean the one that comes to mind there's two
1: of them I'll give you two mm-hmm. uh, one's a man-made structure a human-made structure uh, the other is not um, the one is um, at a cathedral I don't know which one it was in Italy Mm-hmm. just going into a building that was 1200 years old um i like history i like things really? that are old yeah uh and just so just being in a place that was uh, 12 i mean it might have even been more than that it was probably 1600 years old but um And it was so huge. And and being both aware of the amount of uh, humans that it took to put this thing together and the amount of artistry that went into it. And And the
0: amount of not modern technology available. Oh, yeah.
1: And how it's still alive and still around and you can't destroy it uh, very easily. And the reverence that was in that space. As Protestants, we have things that are incredibly accessible. We have worship spaces that are accessible, which I think is great. Yeah. But there's something about going into a giant cathedral that it, it forces you to whisper. Yep. And it forces you to feel like there's some bigger space and you see your tininess and the bigness of um, what this room is representing and what this space is designed for. And you are aware of those that came before you in an interesting way. Uh, so that was one. I also got uh, i got i got in a, a free ticket to heaven because it was during um, the jubilee year of the Catholic oh. Church, and there was a plenary indulgence on anyone who walked through the, these and in any of these synagogues. So, really, I got a, well into Catholic heaven, so I got a free ticket into Catholic heaven. Wow! There. And I walked into like six of them, so I got several tickets. Uh, the other place that I had was. Um, Uh, the sky in Iowa at night. Mm. Uh, We had a big yard. We lived, uh, uh, when I was growing up, we lived um, about... In um, Iowa? In Iowa. Yeah. yeah, Southeast Iowa, Washington, Iowa. Um, We lived about a mile outside of town. And so there weren't any lights really. Yeah. And the sky in Iowa is 180 degrees in that like it goes from, like it's a complete, it's just filled. And so if you go to Iowa, some people get real bored because it's like, oh, it's so flat. There's nothing here. It's like, Yeah, look up. Yeah, that's the the sky is beautiful. Yeah, and at night, um, I'd have wouldn't like I'd have friends over. We we watched a movie or something, and then after a while, we'd just go out and just lay in the front yard. And our front yard was a slight decline, so when you laid down, you were it was like a like a theater proscenium, so you weren't just flat straight up. You were leaning a little bit forward, but you could see. uh, We'd just sit there for an hour and watch like meteor showers and stuff like that. It was amazing, so good, Uh, and that again kind of made me feel how small I am, but how there's got to be something going on here that's bigger than this because this is too beautiful to be pointless. Well,
0: and how interesting that we both reach for things that put us in perspective. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's Like, true. like I, I'm going for this big, huge waterfall that makes me feel like an ant, and yeah. you've got cathedrals and big skies. and There's something to that.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I am Tyler. And I'm Jay. And this is Rubbing the, the Pastards.
0: Christmas everyone it is in fact still Christmas yeah actually
1: well by the time you hear this yes today is the the first day of not Christmas yeah but let me you'll be hearing this on the 6th right yeah
0: we will get to in a moment yeah but let me back you up a few holidays okay to Halloween Oh. as we've noted we have a great admiration you and I for Halloween yes sir and uh, I am a big fan of a game our youth group plays around Halloween time usually like the weekend before yeah called catacombs oh yes now you've been at westminster i have uh but for those that haven't imagine the grandeur of the cathedral tyler referenced earlier yep but instead take away all the grandeur and just spread it out westminster presbyterian church architecturally speaking is a testament to absolutely horrible presbyterian planning in that we built this small section here and we were like okay we're great we're set And then we build another little section over here, and we're like, okay, now we're set. And then we build another little section. So it's a huge place that is super easy to get lost in. Yeah, It's like a skyscraper that fell over. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly right. There are some cities that
1: are built on rock and roll. Yeah. This church was built on 500 years old hymns.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a billion classrooms downstairs, lots of big spaces, lots of little crawl spaces, lots of little weird creepy spaces. I haven't even been to the downstairs part of it. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. The downstairs reminds me of that scene in Spinal Tap when they get lost on, <laughs> in the arena yeah. on the way to the stage. Yeah, <laughs> rock and roll! Uh, but anyway, so every year we play this game called Catacombs, and Catacombs is essentially, well, I'll, I'll do the whole rules. Yeah. Uh, there are groups of people in catacombs. Usually about 30, 40 p- kids show up to play. Uh, it's an all-night-long game. It's a lock-in style. Uh, there are churches, usually three or four. Uh, these people, people you, that you play have, churches... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Not like multiple churches. Right, no. Uh,
0: these people play churches. They have glow sticks and matching colored pens. Mm. So like if you have the green glow stick, so you have the green pen, etc., etc. There are the Roman guards which are trying to foil everybody, and then they're the Christians. And the Christians are trying to... They're, they're in teams, and they're trying to find the churches. You have to find all four colors, or three colors, or however many we have that mm-hmm. night, uh, and get back to base without getting caught, and then you win. If a Roman guard finds a group of Christians, they have black magic marker. They take away one of the signatures that you have. Ah. If they find a church... I like the way you stress that.
1: Black magic
0: Yeah, markers. black magic markers. Not it's black like, no. magic markers. No, this is the dark Black arts. magic markers. The dark arts, <laughs> right? Uh, if they find a church... Well, it is around Halloween, so Yeah, that right, sense. right. Yeah. You got a little yeah. bit of that. Uh, if they find a church, these Roman guards, the church has to get up and move to a new location. Ah. So if you are, you know, you've got three of four churches and you need the red one, however, the red one's been caught by a Roman guard, it's not going to be where you thought it was. Oh, you have to go looking at but Ra- it's still somewhere. It's still it somewhere. Get yeah. Right, right, right. Rounds of this game have been known to take two hours. Yeah, uh, for one round for yeah. one team, which to is come a perfect back. lock-in game. It's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, so, lock-in length. We is start- this a game that you created? No, we inherited okay. this. Uh The guy, the youth leaders before us okay. gave us this game. Okay. Uh-huh. So you get there at ten at night. It's, it's also
1: it's also a game. Just sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But, yeah. That There are games like that that are um, fantastic games but have to work in certain um, environments.
0: Yeah. No, so you can play catacombs pretty much anywhere.
1: Yeah, but it's probably exceptional for your church 100%. in a way that it wouldn't be in this church where there's
0: only like three different places you could hide. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, there's some real great hiding spots yeah. at Westminster. Yeah. Um, but again, even churches, you got to be hidden but also findable Yeah. because you're kind of working with the Christians. Yeah. So like... There's a lot of strategy that goes into the game on different levels.
1: I like the notion that churches are kind of working with the Christians. Right, sort of. Just like today. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It it holds up, man. It just holds up. I mean, they have their own
1: self-interest, but they're kind of, yeah, okay.
0: So Everybody shows up at 10. Everybody shows up at 10. Uh, There's food. There's obviously Red Bull and coffee for the youth pastor. Yeah, And it goes till 7 a.m., this is by my the way,
1: 10 a.m. perfect time for a start. 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 10 p.m. Yeah. perfect time to start a lock-in. Uh-huh. Anyone who starts a lock-in at seven, grow is, up. You're is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have just made That's things harder for yourself. Too it's like much. I got a marathon, so I'm going to go run a mile first. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. No no, no. 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 So, picture yourself. Yep. Seven in the morning. All the little cherubs have gone home. You're exhausted. Uh you have because I am not just a chaperone on a youth group, I will play games yeah. with kids yeah. until I can't do it anymore. Yep. And when I can't do it anymore, I'm gonna stop being a youth pastor. Yeah. So not only have I been running around every nook and cranny in the church, I have been hiding in every nook and cranny yeah. of the church.
1: And you are a well documented person that you need your sleep. Yeah. yeah. The notion of an all night thing it's, is, is not, not uh that's not a good time.
0: That's a three to four day recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that. When I go and leave the church and I reach for my keys and they're not there because I always put my key, I have this little carabiner. So
1: imagine, just to put it into perspective, because most people have not been to Westminster. Right. Imagine a reasonable sized middle school.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. it's
1: probably a middle school that would have like maybe 400, 500 students in it. Yep. That's the size of this building. And I imagine you have been running and squatting and
0: hiding in every single room. Every conceivable room. <laughs> oh my goodness. And my keys are not there. Oh. And so begins my annual <laughs> hour long. This happens every year? No, it stopped <laughs> happening. <laughs> Because of an advertisement online, I've got the tile. Oh, Do you know about this goofy little I've invention? I've seen it. Does it work? Yeah. I can make my keys sing to me.
1: Hold it up to the mic. Oh, that's pretty great.
0: Yeah. And then the other bonus on the key on the uh, tile is that if I have the keys but not the phone, I can reverse it. Oh, And make my phone sing. Is it
1: playing an ad for some kind of heart (laughs) medication? (laughs) (laughs) So that sounded like I wanna know. So here's the thing to think about. That little tune that your the tile was playing, somebody wrote that. Yeah. That's their job (laughs) is to write songs. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. I I like that a lot.
0: So mind mindlessly frustrating to lose your keys in that scenario. Yeah. What's worse is so as mentioned, I have And you're tired and not (laughs) not great at searching probably which which adds to the frustration of what has happened at least twice this is not the annual tradition but at least twice this has happened i have the carabiner right yeah so i am used to just clipping my keys to my belt loop yeah and that's where they are so when i reach and they're not there begins the frustration of and you come back in and you take a jacket off and you yeah. go around the round room only to find your keys about an hour later. On your belt loop? <laughs> in your jacket pocket. Oh, no. Just like <laughs> one degree away. That's uh, from, That would
1: only happen after a night of no sleep. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Have you locked yourself out of the church?
0: No, not done that yet.
1: Oh. You know that's coming some point. Yeah, yeah. I've done that yeah. multiple times at this church. <laughs> and I, I live know. 20 minutes away, too, so it's not like I can really ask him. So there have been times that I've, Every time it's happened, I've been able to ask someone who was reasonably close to come get me. There was one time it happened. uh, We do a 24-hour prayer vigil, uh, and I locked myself out at like 2 in the morning. Oh. uh, No, I locked my keys in the office, so that was less bad. But I knew that there was someone else coming in an hour, so I just kind of sat on the couch for an hour waiting for someone. who. And the next person who came did have keys to the office so I could get in.
0: Now that story, as frustrating as it is, is actually a sermon illustration I have used before oh. on Epiphany. Hey, do you think, dear listener, you could find the through through line from my lost car keys? Well, tell us about Epiphany. What's Epiphany? So, an Epiphany is an idea. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, a revelation, a thought, a something. Uh, traditionally, in the church calendar, historian Tyler, back me up if I'm if I'm wrong, but it's the day we celebrate the arrival of the wise people. Yeah, because there are a bunch of holes that you could poke in that particular story yeah, too. Yeah, the um, Magi. There weren't necessarily three of them. They weren't necessarily all men. Yeah, we'll come back to that later. They just brought three gifts, right? Uh, gold. We'll, frankincense, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Gold frankincense, and if you've seen the meme on my Facebook, but wait, there's myrrh. Um,
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: It's a pastor-dad joke. It's yeah. a double uh, whammy. I That's that's what Facebook's good for now. Yeah, it is. It, it, uh, but anyway, so it's the f- it, 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 in broad strokes, Epiphany is when we discover that this kid in a manger is not necessarily just a kid. Yep. Uh, that there's Theophany. A, that there's more going on here than just what's in front of you. Yeah. Um, and actually, the story I tell more at Epiphany is not necessarily the Magi, um, but Simeon. In the temple.
1: Oh, yeah. Old, I man, think, old man Simeon. Tell us about that for uh, people who are not familiar with the third chapter of Luke. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not be? Yeah. It's uh, everyone's favorite chapter yeah, right. of Luke. Honestly, it gets skipped over so much. Why is Simeon not in the Christmas story? We have an innkeeper in there, but the,
0: you're looking for parts. Put Simeon in there. No kidding. We need a crazy old man. Yeah. Who, and an old lady. Yeah. Uh, Simeon is a a attendant or a prophet in the temple, something. He, he's centered at the temple. Yep. Uh, he has been told by the Spirit that he will not die until he sees the Messiah. Uh, and and even specifically mentions this Messiah as the people of Israel would have understood it at that point, that the Messiah would be a conquering king and, like, kick the Romans out and, like, uh, you know, bring justice to the galaxy or whatever. Yeah, to the galaxy. Um, but so Mary and Joseph bring the baby Jesus uh, eight days uh, after he'd been born to the temple, as was the custom, to make an offering. Side note, they bring uh, the, the pigeon version of the offering. Yeah. They bring pigeons or turtle doves or something yeah. like that. two turtle doves. To indicate that they're poor as junk. They are um, poor. Yeah, so there's that.
1: They had a partridge but no pear
0: tree. Right, yeah, yeah. all the birds, all the <laughs> birds. But Simeon all of a sudden has this turn of heart and says, I've seen the Messiah... Let your, servant, let your servant depart in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, like, I was told I wouldn't die until I see the Messiah. So now I'm ready. And now I'm ready to go. Take and, me. And the theological twist, I think, that's interesting in it is all of a sudden he starts praying for the Gentiles. Oh, yeah. So, like, at the beginning of the story, he's like, yeah, Messiah, he's going to kick out all the Gentiles and we're going to have our Jewish nation again. And then he sees Jesus and goes, Ooh, oh wait. Yeah, it's a different one. Pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the Messiah I thought I was looking for. But it's even better. But it's even better. Yeah. Um. So that, to me, sound, that's a better encapsulation of what we're trying to accomplish in, in Epiphany. Yeah. Is like, oh, man, I thought this. But, but no, here but actu- comes... Actually, this. Right. Here comes yeah. this, and it's better. Not a bit unlike looking for your car keys, assuming that you'd left them... <laughs> somewhere in this church. And then finding them in your pocket. <laughs> and only discovering later that they'd been with you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Which
1: that's... Hmm. Well, and searching for something that is different than what you have. Yeah. Let me... I'll step back to the Magi, because we haven't really talked about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can come back to so, that. So uh, Magi... Uh, the word magic comes from the same word that Magi does. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were uh, not magicians, but they are astronomers. And astronomy was viewed as... Akin to magic because because of this, you could tell things right. were happening, and it's different than astrology. They weren't just saying like, "Oh, this is happening," so the crops will grow. They're yeah. just saying like, "Oh, here's how the stars work," so we know it's this time of year, right? And we know like they're it's just borderline sp- meteorologists, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, they're yeah. smart guys and are smart people, maybe even ladies, uh, but they came from foreign places, foreign in the mm-hmm. east, so um, probably I mean as far away as Asia. Proper, yeah, uh, even though uh, Jerusalem is in Asia to begin with, right? Uh, but, but probably <laughs> sometimes they come from Africa, although Africa is not really east of that, south um, geography, but yeah, so but they came from afar and they come to say, Hey, we see this star, and they go, it's leading them to uh, Israel Palestine, and right. they go to. Um, Jerusalem because that's where kings live and they're like we know right. that this then there's something about the star that they know it's a king star and they go to the castle to the to the temple to the palace and say hey we heard there's a new king, and they say it to the king, yeah. which is pretty great. It's like going to the White House be like, hey, I heard a new president got elected. If you've
0: seen Game of Thrones, you know how exciting this is, which, yeah. and honestly, this is the most Game of Thronesy story yeah. the Bible's got. Well,
1: and the thing about this, and we actually, I preached about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, no, a couple weeks ago, meaning last week. <laughs> uh, but uh, Herod, the, there's a couple Herods in the Bible. You yeah. know, we kind of conflate them into one Herod, but there's there's Herod... The Great and Herod Antipas. Antipas. Herod Antipas is his grandson, um, and Herod the Great is this one. Yeah, and they—he didn't give himself that name. He was called Herod the Great because everybody loved him. Yeah, because he did great things for Judea, and he. Um, there's a verse in the. This is in Matthew. Um, the the Simeon stuff is in Luke. This is in Matthew two, uh, and um, it says that they go and they say to Herod, "Hey." Where's the new king? We hear that there's a new king. And it says that Herod was greatly troubled, as was all of Jerusalem. Yeah. Because they don't want a new king. They like Herod. Herod has figured out a way to work with the Romans to benefit the
0: Judeans. New king is going to mess everybody up. Yeah.
1: And so Herod, who is not above doing dastardly things, is not (laughs) evil (laughs) in the sense that... Any ruler, I mean, everything Herod does is well within the the expectation of what a king would do to hold on to power. He ends up killing his own sons because they uh, the, the line uh, was, there was a uh, patristic line, and so your sons became the king, and his sons were idiots and terrible, and so he killed them. Yeah. So they couldn't become, uh, now that's not to say that that's good, but people thought, well, that's what you have to do because we'd rather have Herod longer than have one of these two sons. Like
0: morons, yeah.
1: So Herod the Great, who, again, we kind of view usually as a like mustache-twisting villain, is a lot more complicated than <laughs> hey, that. Yeah, see? Yeah, and, that's a, the, and the Bible is a lot more complicated than we usually give it credit for. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing what would be expected. And then to so the Magi end up going to Bethlehem, which is like half a day's walk away. It's like 10-minute drive from maybe 15 minutes from Jerusalem. Um, and they bring these three gifts, which is why we say that there's three wise men. Which right. the song, by the way, is written by a guy from Pittsburgh. Really? Yeah, We Three Kings, but written by a Pittsburgh guy.
0: Huh. Uh, I, I, worship leader, Jay, side note. I yeah. hate that song. Really? Oh, yeah. I love
1: that song. Nah. I love it. I love minor key harold. It carols. doesn't,
0: it does well, I do like the minor into a major chorus. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I love it. there's no, that was not written for a guitar instrument.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't written for a guitar instrument. Not but even a little it's bit. A, it's well, and some are not that you can yeah.
0: easily make them, yeah. that one, Whereas Silent Night was. Yeah, yeah. Silent Night was. Like literally
1: written for a guitar because the organ broke. Yep. Uh so I yeah, Fun I like facts. that the there's five verses. The first one's like, Hey, where are three kings. And then the first the first verse is like, I bring this gift. Gold is mine. And so recognizing Jesus as the three gifts represent Jesus being three different things. Jesus as king, yep. Jesus as priest, frankincense is incense. It's like what they would use you ever been to a Catholic church or a church where they have incense and kind of use it as something, so they walk by with that thing on the string and shake right. it back and forth. Um, Which we should have that. Yeah, oh, it's pretty great. Uh, not for the, you know, whatever. It just smells good. Yeah, incense know? is fun. So uh, that's what, frankincense is just incense, and they use it in religious ceremonies. And so the priest, in that standpoint point, isn't like a pastor or something who preaches to people. They, on behalf of everybody else, they do stuff for you. And right. so, like, they go before God for on your behalf. Yeah. And... That incense helps them to get closer to this holy space. Then the last one is myrrh, which is an embalming agent. Yeah, uh, it's a lotion that they still use today, but especially in the Middle East, at that point, uh, there was actual embalming that the um, Egyptians had been doing, but nobody else was doing it. They would just have a body, and bodies get bad after a while, like yeah. a dead body. He and they would keep it. it around for yeah, they'd keep it around for three days because after three days, if you hadn't woken up, you're officially dead because clearly no one can come back after three days. And uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Or they didn't understand comas either. They weren't going to wait for a while. So, But during that time that you were laid out, they would rub this myrrh on you, which would keep you from rotting a little longer. And myrrh is actually still used in like body lotions now. You can get it. It's still really good for your skin even when you're alive. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole idea was that these three magi, or these, this group of magi brought three gifts that indicated who Jesus would be. And, that's very, and they didn't bring him a sword to conquer. They didn't bring him um, like all of these things that would represent a warrior. Yeah. Instead, they brought a, a ruler, a benevolent ruler, a priest, and a sacrifice. And I like the song, because the song really gets that. Yeah. And the song has the best fourth verse, which is, myrrh is mine, it's bitter perfume. Brings mm. the sense of gathering gloom, soaring, sighing, bleeding, dying, sealed in a stone-cold tomb. Oh. Bah. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a Poe Edgar Allan Poe poem. Yeah. I love it. Uh but that, so even they are pointing to finding something. They're not they they go trying to find something and they go to where a king should be in the kingdom in the in the palace. Yep. And there, there is a king there and he's like, "Uh what?" <laughs> yeah. Uh no, I'm not the right It's like if somebody calls you
0: Looking, like, is there a Jason Freer there? Like, um, maybe? I Not, think I, I don't think so. <laughs> again, I think I mentioned this before, but my phone number is one digit off of Boston Markets. Oh. So the holidays are a great time for me. Do you still have a Boston Market? I don't, but East Liberty does. Oh, my goodness. Oh. There
1: was, all the Boston Markets I know have closed down.
0: Yeah, so well, yeah. maybe my long nightmare will one be One day it'll soon. be,
1: yeah, it'll be replaced by pizza But I lot. got one
0: this year. Oh. Uh, somebody called and said, hey, I'm calling about my catering order. And I was like, Ah, uh, sorry to break it to you. Sometimes no. I play along. Yeah? Like, yeah. Oh, I'll get that right out to you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to take it so long. Sorry to be there in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just call back if you're <laughs> And I give them this code for a coupon.
1: Uh, oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're pastors, yeah, everybody. we're horrible people. <laughs> but that that sense of... Uh, of I mean, in a sense, that's why the magic story gets told is that it is discovering a God that's different yeah. and discovering something that's different than what you thought. And this season... As we have wrapped up Christmas, uh, last day of Christmas is yesterday. You had your twelve pipers piping. Yep. Is it pipers piping? Twelve drummers drumming? drumming. I don't know. Eleven pipers piping. Yeah. Yeah. I think the drummers were drumming yesterday. Yep. Uh, and now we are in Epiphany. Now we're just straight up. Uh, Christmas is over. Go back to green pyramids. Yep. Because it's ordinary time again, and um, we are in a world where we have the the understanding that God is with us. And as we talked about the Incarnation a couple weeks ago, uh, this sense that uh, an epiphany is not just God having come here, it's us recognizing that God has come here, which is a big part of that component. It's not just having your keys in your pocket, it's It's recognizing the keys that are in your pocket. Yeah, because you can search for your keys. It's like looking for your glasses and they're on your head. Oh,
0: Yes. (laughs) I also guilty of that. Oh, man. Particular crime. A lot. Uh, what I was looking for
1: something the other day. Uh, a dish rag. I was doing the dishes, and I walked around the kitchen four times, holding, looking. at had the dish rag in my hand. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but we're, how, we're old. We're old people too. But there's
0: a reason that's why. That's the analogy I go for. Yeah. Is how accurate is that? Yeah. How much time do we spend and labor working on trying to get God's approval, God's presence, mm-hmm. God's love? When we already have it, yeah, uh, you know, like you're looking for the car keys that are in your pocket or the glasses that are on your head, like he's already on your side. Like, yeah, you yeah. you you have what you're looking for. Oh yeah, you just need the epiphany to what, see it. And you know? God's
1: presence with us, God's help with us. It's like the did I say the the classic pastor or sermon illustration story about the the
0: flood. I don't know that you have. Okay, well, I'll say it. No. And at this point, like we have clarified that we're old and that this podcast <laughs> has gone on for too long. So we're just Have we talked re- about Marvel yet or Star <laughs> Wars? Uh, it's, uh, they, we should do an episode on Star Wars. We should do three episodes on Star Wars. We should
1: do an episode on Weezer, is what we should do. <laughs> uh, we um uh so this is a classic, not like a story that didn't really it's like it's perfect sermon illustration of a like hackneyed sermon, in that it's not a bad illustration, but it's just so like it's almost a joke, but not quite a joke. So there's this flood, and a guy, uh, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I tell this?
0: I, I don't know if you told it or okay. if I just know it. Okay, yeah.
1: I'm sorry if I've already told this before. There's a flood that happens, and a guy, uh, a neighbor comes by in his car, and the flood water is like up to knees, but the, he's got this big truck and it can get through. He's like, Hop in the truck, uh, well, we need to get out of here because the flood is coming. And the guy says, No, God will save me uh you can go on and so the guy leaves the flood riders waters rise all of a sudden they're up to like the second story window guy goes by in a boat and he says hey hop in the boat i'm here to rescue we got to get out of here the floods keep keeping coming he says nope i'm gonna stay here god's gonna save me after a little bit the flood water is now over the top of the house he's standing on the roof and just barely can make it a helicopter flies by drops down a ladder says hop on the ladder we'll save you and the guy says, No thanks, God's gonna save me. And the helicopter leaves. The guy dies. Guy goes up to heaven, gets to the pearly gates, goes up to God and says, Why didn't you save me? And God says, Why well, sent a truck, a boat, and a helicopter? What more do you want? Mm. And that sense of ha ha ha. That, uh, yeah, <laughs> but that illustration but for it. That's
0: kind of it. Yeah, yeah, for
1: as kind of a um, uh, Facebook joke as that. As that story is, it really, that is so much of our life, is that we want, we're saying, God bless me, God help me, God do these things, while actively ignoring yep. God's presence in our lives, and God and God present with other people. Like, we pray for miracles for people to get healed, and then a surgeon is able to operate on someone and remove something that makes them sick, and it doesn't cure them instantly, but it keeps them alive so that, yeah. that in a year, they'll be fine. Yeah. And we say, oh, I wish a miracle would have happened. It's like, it, yeah, did. it did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we're able to open up people's heads and take things out, Yeah, and they'll still
0: be okay. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah, And yeah. it
1: could even be as small as, like, I need a miracle in that I have nobody who likes me at school and everyone's mean to me, and then just suddenly you have a friend.
0: And you don't have all the friends. People are still mean to you, but you suddenly have a friend in school. Well, as well. yeah, I mean, I, that brings up, you know, what you need versus what you want. Yep. Um, it's two different things. But, yeah. And incidentally, that story, uh, the joke, the the flood, appears in the west wing season 1 hey. episode whatever. Oh, um, I haven't it's not past take, 5. I'm take still this on the <laughs> day. You are right at the precipice of when it gets really good. It's still real good yeah. so far. Oh, I just Christmas happened. Better. I got to watch Christmas yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Scrooge like 4 times. <laughs> I watched Home Alone a couple of times. Oh man, it's yeah. it's not bad, right? Oh, it's great. It holds up. I realized watching it, so I watched Home Alone. You have
1: to get over the fact that this is a terrible movie. Like it's oh, it's, it's like everything that happens wouldn't happen. It's like a it's like Three Stooges, right? Yeah, it's, it's like none it, of this is it's true. It's not,
0: not feasible yeah. at all. But I watched Home Alone and Home Alone Two back to back. Home Alone Two, it's not as good. Yeah. You know. But here's the thing: as I'm laughing at the, there are some things in life that I do now as a 36 year old man. That I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm my father,
2: <laughs>
1: and as
0: I'm watching the slapstick, oh yeah, getting it's hit so good. with paint cans and stuff yeah. like that, and laughing the way my dad laughs, yeah. at the, like uncontrollable. <laughs> the belly way that you'd just
1: look at him on the couch and be like, man, that guy. Yeah. He's really liking this
0: movie. And then to see my kids give <laughs> me the look that I gave my dad. Uh,
1: nice. Yeah, hold on, hold on to. I don't mean to say that it's not good. Well, no, I, that's exactly what I mean to say. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's a very enjoyable movie, but you really have to suspend disbelief in that one. Oh, yeah. Like, the first one's like,
0: I mean, it, it could it it, happen. Not
1: really, but yeah. it kind of could. Like, I understand the premise. It's not ridiculous. Yep. The idea of leaving someone at home under these rarefied circumstances, sure. Yep. Now, could. Any of the things happen to any of, to either Joe Pesci or Daniel Stern and have them live no. at all? No, no. They would die uh, under every single thing. Yeah. Uh, but that that that's, part that's is just so like, meow, meow. Yeah. it's a cartoon at that point. Yeah. Now, the second one is really like, pushes oh, like yeah. how, one, they're really rubbing in our face how rich this family is. Oh, yeah. We're going to yeah. take
0: everybody to Paris.
1: And uh, the, the the way that he's able to fool the entire Staff of the uh, what is it, the Waldorf? Oh, yeah,
0: the the plaza,
1: the plaza hotel, which
0: I did. We did talk about this because you, the yeah, the Tim, Tim, Curry, Tim Curry and the clever face.
1: Oh, it's so great! It's so great. Be sure to dress warm, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so. Tim Curry is so great. Did you see that the thing on Twitter where people are saying, uh, um. Take a any movie, replace all characters with Muppets except for one. Your answer of clue, I think, is Tim oh, Curry so great. is brilliant. Oh, <laughs> I, I that's the movie I want to see. I want to see it today. <laughs> is Tim Curry and they could do it with digital. Just like take the old because I know Tim Curry right now is very old and I think he's had a stroke, so he's he couldn't do any of that. Yeah but if you just took the old footage from clue i'm sure he would be fine with it he'd be okay replace everybody else with muppets yeah what a movie that would be so great it's a great movie to begin with you should watch clue clue is fantastic i haven't seen it in a while but i have actually seen it it's an all seasons movie watch, uh, watch th- it
0: the the other idea I had coming out of that and I'm stealing this from the Big Bang Theory yeah which, for, you, blah yeah, blah blah yeah yeah <laughs> but they on Columbus Day a holiday that has many a problems that I'm sure we will discuss when it rolls around
1: oh yeah it's w- my favorite holiday to not like
0: yeah uh, they the Big Bang people would watch Chris Columbus movies on Columbus Day <laughs> so Home Alone Home Alone 2 Mrs. Doubtfire was Chris Columbus Yep. adventures of babysitting yeah um, rent. That's enough to give you a solid day of not focusing on. Yeah, he did a lot of weird movies.
1: Yeah, he did. Like, I mean, a, his la, his later movies are like, he did he did Rent and then he did something. Yeah,
0: first two Harry Potters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Columbus yeah. Day, a suggestion, Chris Columbus. To you. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, before <laughs> <laughs> we're wrapping on up the intro. That note. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh, Yeah, know that um, sometimes what you're looking for is in your pocket. Mm. Um, Sometimes what you're looking for is right there. And always, God is right there. Yeah.
0: Well, not for nothing, you know, uh, in this particular season of American culture, I find myself, this year in particular, I've been really looking forward to Epiphany. Yeah. And praying for another one. Yeah. Um, Because I think the Jesus that is presented most often in the world is not the Jesus that either the Magi or Simeon found.
1: No. Um, Or Anna.
0: Or Anna, or, know, or Anna. really anybody, yeah.
1: um, and especially right now we're in a, we're in a time in our culture that there is a very toxic image of Jesus and what Jesus would approve that is getting yeah. uh, a full run on the headlines. I, I, it's getting it's in the spotlight right now, and that's that we need to push back against that. Yeah,
0: I don't think any of them will listen to this, but I'm doing a funeral this weekend for a family uh, family friends of ours for a long time. Mm. And they asked me to do the funeral, but they said, we don't want a whole lot of Jesus. And they said it in a way that they were afraid of what kind of condemnation would come. So, like, there is an image of Jesus in our culture that is scared oh. of condemnation at somebody's funeral. So like, they're
1: afraid that Jesus would make it seem like this guy maybe didn't make it. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: It's like, what, 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 what are we doing? You know, yeah. like, that's not the Jesus. Yeah. That I know, no. but that's the Jesus that a lot of people think they Yeah, are.
1: well, it's the Jesus that gets big headlines. Yeah. Of this Jesus says, these people are good, these people are bad. That's yeah. not the Jesus in the Bible.
0: No. That's no, not the Jesus no, no, that no. I know. No, no, no. So, you know, we need a, a new epiphany. And
1: may you know that uh, oftentimes when we're looking for Jesus the most, Jesus is, Jesus is still with us. We just need to be looking in the right place. Yeah. And looking
0: for the right Jesus. Yes. 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 So, Twitter question. Twitter question. Why are you still on Twitter after? (laughs) (laughs) Pinterest question. Yeah. (laughs) Do I look good in this shirt? Pin for things. Uh,
1: Here's a Twitter question for you. One, uh, the question we had, where is the most beautiful place you've been? Yes. Uh, Or the place you've experienced the most beauty is probably a better way to put it. Uh, And then also, where are places where you found Jesus or were aware of God's presence that you didn't anticipate it? You're looking in your right pocket and Jesus was in your left pocket.
0: Also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, those are good stories. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Share plentifully.
1: Uh, here. Oh, something to plug. Yeah. Watch the new one by Mike Brabiglia on, oh, yeah? on
0: Netflix.
1: <clears throat> wow. It's choking me sure? up. To <laughs> get emotional about it. No, uh, Mike Birbiglia is stand-up. Uh, uh, he's a stand-up. He has uh, lots of shows, but his shows are very different because he tells a story. Mm. Uh, and he has this one called The New One, and it's fantastic. He had one called Sleepwalk With Me. It was great. He's got a couple. The first one is what I should have said was nothing, which is really funny. Uh, <laughs> then Sleepwalk With Me, which is amazing, and it starts off by saying how much he uh, never wanted to get married, and it ends with... Without spoiling it. It ends with him getting married. Yeah. And then this one starts off with him saying he never wants to have kids. And oh, here I'll we are. Let you figure out where it yeah. ends. <laughs> uh, so I've been Tyler. I've been Jay. And this has been Rushing the, the Pastor, pastor.